came back and settled in South Africa. She, she is a teacher, uh, got married to an incredible man, Dave, and you would have seen their, their two sons dancing around during worship, uh, beautiful young, young men. Um, Deb's looking forward to hearing God speak through you, uh, through her life, God's work in and through her life, and so let me pray for you. Father, thank you for, for Debbie, for the way you've worked in her life. Thank you for her obvious love and passion for you, um, which is just so contagious. I thank you that she has sought to share it wherever she goes. And I just pray that as she speaks to us this evening, that, Father, you would anoint her powerfully with your Holy Spirit. And that her, her words would come so directly from you into our hearts. And that our hearts would be impacted and changed through her message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's so lovely to be up here this evening and thank you very much. I feel quite humbled to be uh, speaking in front of you tonight. And I must say I've heard quite a couple of life verses over the last couple of weeks. Having gone to the Women's Flourish Conference up in Hillcrest and just listening to people's testimonies time and time again. It's just showed how much God really loves us and cares for us and is so interested in the smallest details of our lives. So when I'm sharing to, tonight is a little bit of myself, but actually I just want you to know that it's, it's a bigger picture and it's about God and how he is really interested in the detail of your life. So when we did the Cape to Rio yacht race, it was actually an amazing experience. It really was. It was wonderful to be on a yacht surfing huge waves and you could, when there were huge winds, you could literally go down to the bottom of the wave and then you'd, the yacht would kind of get go up, up again. It was really quite exhilarating. You'd have to stand on the steering wheel and steer it. It, it, was, it was amazing. But when I got to the other side, what was actually more incredible was the way that God worked in my life. So the race was incredible, but then when, we were, when I was in Rio, I decided to stay for a little while. Um, and my sister had given me a contact of a tiny little church in Krisuma. Now, I didn't even know how to pronounce the name Krisuma. I kept on saying Krisjamba. And it's in, in Portuguese, you say the C in a different way, and I had no idea. Anyway, I booked a ticket to this little place called Krisuma, and it was quite random. I phoned, eventually got through to the people that I was meeting on the other side, and I climbed on a plane, I said goodbye to my family in Rio, and I went by myself to Sao Paulo. Now, I'd never even like been traveled like that before in my life. If you've ever been to Sao Paulo, you know how many millions of people are there. And, and, and I, I, I went to Sao Paulo and on the transfer between the airplane and the little, the little plane to Kusuma, I sat on that little bus and there was a, a man and he said to me, Deborah, and I, I, like, I looked at him and, I, and I, 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 like, I was quite shocked. And it turned out he was the pastor of the church I was going to in Kusuma which was just absolutely God putting him right next to me. And he looked at me and he, he couldn't speak English and I couldn't speak Portuguese. So between us, we had this conversation and he kind of was like, me, Pastor Anderson. And I'm like, okay. And we figured out who, who, who each other was. But when I got to Brazil, the community just completely accepted me and they really, really showed me what God's love is all about. And so tonight, the life verse that I wanted to talk to you about was, taken from Nehemiah 8, I think my iPad's gone off, that happens, Nehemiah um, 8 verse 10, and it's a simple verse, it's the joy of the Lord is your strength, 
And it's Nehemiah. Is, uh, I loved reading about this. I loved learn when I, when, when I was praying and saying, Lord, which verse should I talk about? This came up into my spirit. And when I, when I went back and I saw what it meant, I saw that Nehemiah wasn't actually a priest or a prophet. He was just an ordinary person like you and me. And he, the, the name Nehemiah means Yahweh has comforted. And he was speaking to the people of Israel and basically saying to them that, the, that their joy comes from, from the Lord and that that is their strength. Joy, meaning Shedva, is gladness. It's the consistent, reliable, unfailing joy of the Lord. Happiness you can get from just day-to-day -day things. Today I was really happy because I went on my stand-up paddle. It was gorgeous weather and we had a fantastic day. But then a little bit later, the dog jumped up and ate a cake off the table. We got angry. So it's, it's completely changeable. It doesn't stay. It, does, it changes with the weather and circumstances. But God's joy is unfailing. It doesn't change. It's consistent. And you can even have um, joy in times of difficult circumstances. The joy of God comes from understanding his truth, which comes from reading his word. You can be joyful in hard times because God is your strength, your refuge, your safety, and your protection. Jesus' strength was with me and my family when my, when my dad passed away. He helped me to, when I went to get to France and in time to see my dad before he died. My dad was not a Christian, but my mom had been praying for him, his salvation, for 40 years. He accepted Jesus only a week before he died and was hungry for the word of God. My dad had found new life in the last moments of his life. The joy of knowing that my dad is with Jesus is what got me through. When faced with difficult decisions in life about where to live, God has always directed my path. When I came back to live in South Africa, I felt quite lost. I'd had a wonderful time traveling, and as Cindy had said, she told you about going to China, and I was in London, and then I did a, a world trip. And I came back, and I was quite lost. So even though I had lived in Durban for a long time, a lot of my friends had left. And so I just had to reconnect, and God was really with me in opening and closing doors. And um, a friend invited me to join her Bible study here at Westville Baptist Church. I don't know if any of you remember Steve Benson, but it was his Bible study. And then through that, I became involved in the young adults. And Westville has really been a place where I've, I've put my roots down and grown. And I just wanted to um, to say to Rich and Cindy, who thank you so much because you've encouraged me and it's been wonderful to be a part of this family. God has blessed me with a husband whose faith is steadfast and we now lead a Bible study. Um, there again, God just asked me to be obedient and put down our names as a life to, to, say in, to open our house up. And so we've got a very diverse Bible study of lovely, lovely people and it's been incredible to see how prayers have been answered in our Bible study. So my life is quite busy, and it's easy to say that I don't have time to sit in God's presence. With children, with work, with everything that we've got to do, we often push that aside. But when I look over, back over my life, over times when I have felt that life is too busy to read the Bible, I've felt that something is missing, that something is not right. And I've realized that when I forfeit my relationship with God, I lose more than just time. You lose his peace, his love, and his, his wisdom and his joy. 
even the very purpose for which we were created. The joy of the Lord is my strength. When I push past my complacency and distractions and spend time with Jesus in his word. When I have fallen, and we all do, God has lifted me up, dusted me off, and set me on the right path. I delight in the joy of the Lord because he is a forgiving and gracious God, full of compassion. The joy of the Lord is found on the road to restoration. When we are broken, it is God's grace and joy that heals us. I know that God loves me intimately with a depth that can never be measured, and he loves you intimately and more than you can know. I found that the joy comes from, joy of God's joy comes from spending time with Jesus, giving him the opportunity to have you, have you all to himself. You know that he actually really enjoys you. He loves spending time with you. And so you must, and when you spend time with Jesus, you just feel that delight and that joy. If you just quiet in his presence and listen for his voice, you'll feel his joy in your heart. Also, writing down your thoughts and journaling really helps as well. In preparing for this message, I had gone through a lot of my journals that I'd written all the way through my life, and it was actually incredible just to see God's patterns and how he'd answered different things in different phases of my life. And sometimes I'd written things like, I'm angry at you, God, or I don't understand, or whatever I was thinking. And slowly you can see uh, that, that he'd answered everything that I'd asked for. And then spending that time for, with him, you actually realize how much he, he loves you. When you plan your life, plan prayerfully. Submit your plans to God, to his sovereignty. Act accordingly and listen to what he's asking you to do. God is faithful, so submit your plans in pencil and give him the eraser. So lastly, I'd just like to say, this is me, Deb's hands. I'd like you to step back and look at the glory of God in your life. Believe in God's dream for your life. Believe God is faithful, that he loves you, and that he believes in you. May the joy of the Lord be your strength.